Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. I am your expert life strategist, your host here at Go Be Great with Coach Karina. I am Coach Karina Calhoun, and I'm super thrilled, you all. I am super, super thrilled to have today on the show, Kim Langling, and I cannot wait to have this conversation. Kim, how are you today? I am doing wonderful, wonderful. Thanks for having me. I've been looking forward to this. Yes, I have been looking forward to it as well. So Kim, tell us where in the world you are. I am in Northwest Pennsylvania where okay. it's very crisp today and the leaves are changing. It's absolutely beautiful in the fall season here. I love it. I absolutely love it. So um, anywhere near Hershey? That's on the other side of the state. I'm clear on the other side of Pennsylvania gotcha. over near Ohio. Gotcha. I understand. I understand. You know, I am a huge chocolate fan. So <laughs> I had to ask the question. <laughs> So, Kim, I see on your title, you have TV host, podcast host, author. So what do you have going on these days? You know, there's always, I, I like to keep busy. So there's always, yes. there's always something going on. So I have a weekly podcast called Let Fear Bounce. And I also have a weekly television show called The Right Stuff, The Author's Voice, which is a platform for authors, whether they've just started their journey or they're a USA Today bestselling author, um, I provide that platform for them to share their writing journey. Um, I also coordinate anthologies, faith-based books typically, um, and I'm working on one now called When Hope Found Me, and I've got amazing people from all over the globe that are sharing their stories of when hope found them or when they found hope, and I write myself. I'm an author myself, so I've got a couple of works that I'm working on in between other stuff that's that keeps me busy you know i i am intrigued by all three of those so i think i want to dial into all of them <laughs> so let's talk about the podcast tell us the name of that one more time because that really that was I, that i kind of got stuck there <laughs> the name the name of the podcast is let fear bounce did you all hear that let fear bounce. Talk to us about that, Kim, because that we need to hear this. There, there is a little story behind it. Um, okay. I had at the beginning of the pandemic, when it seemed as if the world, well, it technically did shut down. Mm. And I was one of those ones who lost my job. It mm. was a very good job. I enjoyed it, but I was also a road warrior. So when all the doors shut, there was no place for me to go. Mm. My job. So um, it was all amicable and I completely understood, but I did lose my job. Mm -hmm. So I told myself 24 hours, Kim, be angry, go out mm -hmm. in the backyard, yell, scream, swear, throw something, whatever it is you need to do. You only have 24 hours mm -hmm. after that, you pull up your big girl panties and we're mm -hmm. going to sit down and figure out what it is that you're passionate about, what you like and what you're good at. And we're going to make something happen. Mm -hmm. But then you have all those little darts of fear coming at you. Mm -hmm. It's like, but I don't have an income. I, I'm a single person. It's just me and the dog. Mm -hmm. Where's the money going to come from? How do I start doing this? And I, I then got angry at myself and said, mm -hmm. Kim, 
you gave yourself 24 hours that is coming on. So what do we got to do now? We got to let this bounce. And I, I talked to myself and I literally said, we got to let this bounce. And I'm like, let it bounce, let it bounce, let fear bounce. And I'm like, then I started thinking, what about, I've heard a lot about podcasting. <laughs> and that's literally, I had no idea what I was doing. I'd never done a podcast, but I came up with the name. I'm like, let fear bounce. I kind of like that. And I think, cause the world everywhere you look, you could feel it in the air. Fear was everywhere. Yeah everywhere and some of some people had like a super high level of fear where they mm -hmm. were frozen in it mm -hmm. and i'm like you know what no i gotta strap my armor on each day mm -hmm. and when the d-man comes and his little minions are like shooting their little poison darts they're gonna ping right off my armor mm -hmm. i'm just gonna let it bounce the fear is gonna bounce i can't let it take over me or my life so I just sat down and started a podcast. I literally just called a few people I knew and said, hey, I'm starting this podcast thing and I'm going to call it Let Fear Bounce. You want to come and hang out with me for a half hour? <laughs> and now we're uh, 150 episodes later, still going. You know, you, you came to preach today. <laughs> I mean, I am sitting here like, I am soaking it all in because this is something people needed to hear because I agree with you. So many people, it's the fight, flight, or freeze. And so many people were in the freeze mode. Yes. Yes. You're and right. a lot of it had to do with the fact that a lot of media said these scary times and these uncertain times. And one thing, and I heard you mention faith. And one thing my faith says to me is uh, it's not uncertain times because it's not, it is unprecedented times Yes. because yes. we've never yes. been here before, Right. but it's not uncertain because you're certain that if you're here today, you live your life today. Oh my goodness. So let fear bounce. You all heard that. I encourage you, I implore you, please go and subscribe and listen to Kim's Let Fear Bounce podcast. Now let's talk about the TV host part. That all kind of stemmed from Let Fear Bounce, to be honest. Um, I was a guest, I had a guest, a, a beautiful lady, and then she in turn asked me to be on her podcast. And then afterwards she said, you know, there's this new television network called uh, Believe in Your Dreams. And they're mm. looking for dynamic hosts um, with a family friendly idea for television shows. Maybe you should look into it. I'll give you the contact information. And I'm like, no, I just started this podcast thing. You know, I don't see myself having a TV show. Um, and then I was sitting there going, well, wait a minute, who just settled on my shoulder? It got to flick him off. He settled. He came. He's like, hey, self-worth, you know, you don't have a whole lot. It started whispering. Yes. And I'm going, no, no, no. Another thing of let fear bounce. And that's when I flick the D-man off my shoulder. And I thought, you know, I'll look into it. I'll think about it. And I did. And a few days later, I reached out and pitched my idea of, a show because I, I I'm all about authors and writing and mm -hmm. I know how hard it is to get your stuff out there and noticed. I'm like I want to I want to do that for other authors. I want to give them a platform 
where they mm. can share their journey, their why they write, what they write and all that. So it came about through me being a guest on someone else's podcast. I looked into it and literally just since June, the season one is up and live. It's streaming on 11 different online platforms like wow. Google Play, Amazon Fire, um, Roku, Apple TV, LG Smart, all, Samsung, Sony, Sony, wow. all kinds of them. And it's, it's growing and growing. And as the network grows and we're all learning, we're all learning mm-hmm. together and learning how to record and all of that. To me, I find it fascinating mm-hmm. you know, get all that background and how things actually work behind the scenes. It's not just sitting here chit-chatting and then posting it up online. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way for podcast. Well, you know, I'm, I'm preaching mm-hmm. choir here right now. You know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> but there's a lot of work that goes into all of it. But I have been, he, he, when I lost my job and it seemed as if a door had shut, slammed mm. in my face, because I'm very good at what I do and a, a sales and marketing background for 25 years. And it was a very good job. And then all of a sudden I found myself in a position in my life I'd not been in before. Mm-hmm. It felt as if this door had just boom, slammed in my face. And then I started my podcast and then this TV show thing came up and I just decided to jump at it. I'm like, Kim, just shove yourself outside your comfort zone again. Let's just do it. Let's go, girl. So I did. I shoved myself outside my comfort zone. And then I realized, you know, that door might have shut, but there were several other down, several other doors down the hallway right. that they were cracked open. Right. I just had to go over and peek through and look in, you know, because they were opening for me. So I just had to sit there and find which one was best for me. So I peeked through a couple doors and said, I want to do that. So, and, you know, not having a clue of what I was doing for either one of them. And I'm being, I mean, that's like as honest as I can be. I, I learned on the fly, but I love learning new stuff and I love meeting new people and making connections. And I have been over and over again, blessed by the people I've met over the last couple of years. It's just been an amazing journey. Well, I can I can sense, I can discern that you are absolutely a fire starter. <laughs> it, it is it is absolutely apparent that you are a fire starter and that those that are, are around you um, are not allowed, and it's because of their own conviction when they're around you. This is what I sense, that they're not allowed to be mediocre. Oh no, no, no. I'm I <laughs> no mediocrity. <laughs> we all have like, you know, and I'm always, okay, here's, I call myself the queen of the realm. My area, my house, my big old yard, my woods, my fields, that's my realm and I'm the queen of it. But daily, you got to straighten your crown. Yeah. You know, life isn't perfect. It's going to be bumpy. We were never promised a smooth ride. Mm-hmm. There's no promise yeah. anywhere that mm-hmm. says your life is going to be a smooth ride but it is a lot in what you make of it. Mm-hmm. And I know that I, and I live with PTSD. So with that comes anxiety, depression, those little poison mm-hmm. darts coming mm-hmm. out. And I have to, I've learned over the years how to combat that, how to ward mm-hmm. them off. And I can see that I, I, I'm hugely empathetic, hugely mm-hmm. empathetic. And I can sense that in other people. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, Ooh, Oh, I've been where they're at right now. I know exactly how they feel. I know exactly what they're going through. And so some, 
it's always given to me the right way to talk to them, mm -hmm. you know, and afterwards they're always like, you know, this was just an absolute pleasure talking to you, Kim. And, and I'm like, you know, as long as you're leaving with a smile on your face, ah, the angels are singing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's tossing, it's tossing nuggets of hope. That's yeah. what it is. Tossing nuggets of hope. That's what it is. You know, one thing that I keyed in on that you said was, um, I live with PTSD mm -hmm. and I wanted to bring that to the forefront because I listen to people's words. And one thing that I teach people is when we can stop saying, I have uh, high blood pressure, I have um, cancer, I have diabetes, I have PTSD. Because what happens is you take ownership of those words. Mm -hmm. And so when you take ownership of them and you're speaking that out, they have to accomplish something. And so now you've tethered yourself to these words. And then we, we try to, you know, try to figure out, well, what in the world is going on? Because oh my goodness, now I am like deeply embedded in this. And so I love the fact that you said, I live with PTSD versus I have PTSD. I just wanted to bring that to the forefront because, you know, I don't know if you, if that's intentional with you, but I noticed that you said it and I wanted, I want the listeners to hear that because that is so vital. I know it is intentional. It is intentional. Um, years ago, I went through a pretty darn traumatic event, um, and it shaped how I look at the world mm -hmm. and it was very negative for many, many years. Um, and then I found out I was technically diagnosed with PTSD, mm -hmm. um, but I've never, ever once said, oh, what was me? Or why did that yeah. happen to me? Uh, I, and that's just me. I'm only talking from my own personal perspective. I immediately, I was never going to introduce myself as a victim ever. Right, right, right. Ever. Um, so PTSD has a lot that goes with it, a lot. And that incident did shape my path and who I've become today, all these years later. So PTSD is a part of me. I live with the symptoms. Mm -hmm. um, will they ever go away? I don't think so. This is just my personal opinion. I don't think they do go away. You learn to live with them in harmony because all of that stuff that you're going through that you went through and the stuff that you live with now it's still around because it's still teaching you something. That's how I look at it. So I've got anxiety coming in. All right, why? Why am I anxious today? What did I do potentially to bring this on? And then I just reach in my toolbox and pull something out and say, all right, no, not today. All right, let's shift this mindset. What'd you go there for? We're going back over here. You know, so this is just how I deal with it with my toolbox. And there's always something to learn from it. And I love it. 
in the in and you know once you learn something it makes you stronger and then yeah. you can take that out and help someone else you can be that little pinprick of light for somebody else and toss it out there it's so i keep on i always say my little nuggets of hope those little pinpricks of light they're little nuggets of hope i went through something really crappy many many people have but i'm not letting that define me what I'm learning is I can take that negative stuff, look at it and say, well, you're not wanted. And, but then I'm also given that knowledge, that discernment, like you had mentioned earlier, to see it and notice it in others. Mm -hmm. They might not yeah. ever say a word, but I get like this, I get a, a feeling. I'm, I'm incredibly empathetic. Mm -hmm. And when I get that, I, I don't even have to ask them anything. I just know because I can feel it. So mm -hmm. I can bring out the right words to say to them and they might get that looking like, oh, oh, she gets me, mm -hmm. you know, and that's, there's that connection. And it's just, it's an amazing thing because that's what we're here to do is be kind to one another, love one another and help one another. We're mm -hmm. not here to stomp on people and push each other down and say, right. I'm you and put myself up on a pedestal. No, sweet pea, bring yourself down off that step ladder because you're no better than anybody else. We're here to help and love and care for one another. That's right. That's right. You know, and, and, and the whole thing of, this is just an amazing, I, you know, like I said, fire starter, absolute fire starter, you know, and the, the thing that I love the most is you and I teach exactly the same things that these different things that you deal with may not necessarily go away, but when you learn how to shift your mind, then you have these tools in your tool belt. These, those are words that I speak constantly, <laughs> word for word, because I believe in them, because I've lived those things. And so I love that you're taking what you've experienced and now teaching others. Because one thing I tell people, especially with shifting your mindset, I use Oprah as an example. Oprah has stated that she deals with, has dealt with imposter syndrome. Of all people, you're talking about one of the richest women in the world, known to the world. There's no corner that's not known by her or no, that knows her, but yet she has dealt with, deals with imposter syndrome of all people. So when I tell people that it's like an eye-opening event for them because if she has to deal with it, then certainly us other folks, I'm not gonna call us peons because we're not, we're <laughs> just normal as valuable folks. as she is. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're just as valuable as she is, but you know, we're gonna deal with it as well, but it's all in how you approach it when you first of all you have to be able to identify it before it, as it's coming right you know right. like you said you can see anxiety when you begin to shift your mindset to these different beliefs and different things that are attacking you like you said the little demons okay when they are coming towards you you can see them you can identify them say i know that mm -hmm. i know what that is now, let me dig in my tool belt and grab this before it actually takes on and disrupts my entire life. Listen, you are just, I love you. You are my sister for real. So, I believe it. No, I feel it. <laughs> yes. So talk to us about um, 
the the anthologies and because I want people to listen uh, who may need your services. I'm definitely wanting to make sure this is out in the forefront. Who may need your services, want to be a part of anthologies, want to write a book, whatever the case may be, because I believe there's so many stories out here that need to be in black and white. We need to make sure when we're long gone, people are able to know about whatever it is that's in us that needs to be released. So talk to us about that. Well, the, the, I have a three book anthology, a three book series. They're all anthologies called When Grace Found Me. And I started that with a connection I made. She's in the UK. She was the publisher for those three books. And it was this, and I always say given to me, the idea was given to me because I, I had a very strong, I'm, I'm, I, I'm a Christian, so I have a pretty okay. strong, and I had this nudge. Christian over here too. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you know, I always, you have to be careful sometimes. So I don't, you, you, you know what, you are absolutely right. Because sometimes people will say that and they're off in left field and you're like, that's not what I believe. <laughs> We talk about Jesus all day. <laughs> okay, awesome, awesome. So I'm a Christian, I have a very strong faith. So I, I literally had, I, I heard a whisper mm -hmm. and it, it was very pronounced, very audible. And I thought I was losing my mind. Um, yeah. The whisper simply said, you need to share the stories. Wow. And I sat there cause I heard story and I got all worked up. I mean, literally all of a sudden anxious, you know, jaw clenching, hands tightening. I'm like, but I shared my story. I, it's, it's out there. It's out there. And I just got so worked up. And once I settled, I heard it again. You need to share the stories. Oh. I went, oh, stories. Wow. Oral with an S. Then I'm going, wait a minute. How do you, and that's when I'm like, okay, so this is you. Wait a minute. How do you want me to do this? So I sat there and started arguing. Yeah, been there. Never, been never there. <laughs> and it just kept coming the word stories, stories, stories. And I'm going, okay, okay, I'll figure it out. Because <laughs> I was just being stubborn. You know, I mean, I think he looks down and he's like, child, you're one of my problem children right now. Just <laughs> he does that with all of us. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay. So I reached out to a few people that I knew and said, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to try something. I want to get a bunch of people's stories and put them together in a book. And people were like, really? Do you know how to do that? And I went, okay, what's your point? <laughs> right. So no, I don't know how to do it, but I didn't know how to do a podcast and I didn't know how to do a television show. So I taught myself, reached out to people and I thought, all right, I'll do this book. And I'm in grace. The word grace kept coming. So I'm like, I'm going to call it when grace found me because it certainly found me. It finds us each and every day. A lot of us just don't recognize it. Well, so I got these people together, I got 20 people together, but then word got out through word of mouth and more and more people. And it just happened to be all women more yeah. and more. So what, what was one book turned into so many people came, it turned into three books. Wow. I've got 20 women in each book. So we had three anthologies published within 12 months wow and all of these women were sharing their stories of when grace found them 
And some okay. of these stories are just so heartbreaking, so traumatic. Yeah. But the ending is always, there's that light that came. I learned something. I'm now sharing it with others to help others. It was the same, not, not the same stories, but the same theme throughout that even though you're going through that amazing storm and your umbrella's broken and you don't see a way out, you still do come out the other side, battered, bruised, banged up, but stronger. And it was just an amazing journey. I get, I get all teared up because all of these stories and these women, I was so humbled that they allowed me to share their incredibly personal stories and we got them out into the world. And I am still getting random emails saying, Hey, I picked up your book or a friend gave me a copy of your book or a copy of your book was at our church. And wow. this specific story just resonated with me or turned my day around. And I'm like, that's, that's what I didn't do any of this to make money or anything like that. I'm like, no, God told me to do this. So this is what I'm doing. And it's, it's changed a lot of people's lives and their mindsets. And they also realize I'm not alone because not every story it, you, you pick up an anthology, every story in there is not going to resonate with you, but at least one will. Mm -hmm. And you will realize, oh, wow. It isn't just me. Mm -hmm. so maybe you won't feel so quite alone. So, wow. And now I'm doing one that's called When Hope Found Me because at the beginning of this year, he, big guy, did the same thing and kept throwing the word hope at me everywhere I looked, listened, mm -hmm. read the word hope. And so I'm constantly saying, I'm just tossing hope nuggets out there. That's just what I'm doing. So, I love it. I absolutely love it. This has been, oh my goodness, such an amazing conversation. So how can people get in touch with you? Easiest way, just go to my website. My contact information's on there and everything I'm doing is on there. So my, it's just kimlanglingauthor.com. So it's kimlangling, L-E-N-G-L-I-N-G, author.com. I love it. I absolutely love it. Kim, thank you so much for being on the show today. Any last words of wisdom you want to leave? You know, I'm gonna share this. Can you see it? Yes, hope, yes. It's my little nugget of hope. When you have the opportunity and you do every day, give a little nugget of hope to somebody. Mm -hmm. I literally have a bunch of these. I keep mm -hmm. them in my purse. I'll keep a couple in my pocket. And when I'm nudged towards a certain person, it's always a stranger I've never met. I just literally walk up to him and say, I'd love to give you a little nugget of hope today. And I just hand it to him and then I'm on my way. We never know what someone's going through because we all put a mask on when we walk out our back door. Every single one of us do. If you notice someone hurting, give them a word of encouragement. Maybe you don't even need to speak. Just hold your hand out, pray with them, whatever it is you need to do. Mm -hmm. Toss nuggets of hope, people, because it's a sad, dark world for an awful lot of people. And that's not how we're meant to live. Mm -hmm. So just 
toss some nuggets of hope out there. Mm -hmm. I love it. So folks, we've had on the show today, Kim Ling Lang, Ling Ling, <laughs> and I am just absolutely floored. I am inspired. And this has been an amazing, amazing conversation. Kim, I'm definitely going to be inviting you back to the show again. Uh, I, I've absolutely enjoyed this. So folks, I will see you all on the flip side. Bye.